Mom, do it in a minute. Mom, said I'll take the garbage out in a minute. Living in your parents' basement? Or divorced and paid child support for four kids, three of which aren't even yours. But you thought you'd be progressive and adopt them. And now your ex is making you pay because she already took everything, including your soul. Always wanted your own podcast? Well, I've got some news for you, pal. Download the Anchor.fm app. It's free and easy to use. A couple of touches of buttons and it pretty much does all the work for you. With it uploading to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other listening platforms, your ex Karen is going to find your podcast about how much of a bee she really is in no time. And when she gets mad and wants to speak to the manager, you know that manager is you. And that's one thing she can never take away from you. Anchor.fm, why not give it a try? You can make money off of it. And by the way, Check out the B&B Sports Show podcast. And welcome to the Ben and Brian Show. My name is Brian, and that happens to be... Ben. Yeah. See, now we're going, to, we're going in a little different direction. It is, it is uh, Christmas in July, Miami Dolphins style. But anyways, so... Uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about the top 10 kickers in pro fantasy football this season for 2020. So uh, let's get right into it, Ben. How about you go ahead and start off with your number 10 kicker in the NFL right now? I'd just like to say this is a lame-ass introduction. Uh, wasn't even cool at all. I'm fucking with you. All right. <clears throat> so. fucking dick. All right, so my 10th pick, uh, I'll just start off with this little gem for you guys. I decided to make my top 10 list with the kickers with the teams that I think are going to be scoring the most touchdowns, obviously, more touchdowns, more uh, extra points, uh, but also uh, the fact that they're going to be marching down towards the red zone a lot, so field goals are going to rack up points too. I think the fact that, uh, you know, they you're not going to always cap off your drive with a touchdown. So uh, these teams will definitely drive in the red zone consistently. Uh, but starting off with number 10, I got old Jason Myers from the Seattle Seahawks. And the reason why I have him there is basically because, yeah, CDL is going to drive down the field a lot. You know, they're going to be in the red zone quite uh, often. Uh, of course, Twice a year, they're not going to seal the deal against my Niners. <laughs> That's why they had to have uh, a lot of field goals. Sounds good. Um, for my tenth pick, I'm going with Brandon McManus from McManus, sorry, uh, from the Denver Broncos. Um, the reason why I'm picking him, um, he's not even on the top ten for the fantasy football focus, or whatever. Uh, but to me, like every year that I've seemed to have him. He always manages to get me at least 15 points a game at some points, sometimes 12. But if, you know, you're in a pinch and you really need a decent kicker that's, you know, accurate, and he can kick from from quite a distance or whatever with the thin air in Denver, I mean, you can't go wrong with, with, uh, with him. So that's why I'm picking him at number 10. And I also think that, uh, what is it, Drew Locke 
um, is going to uh, be able to get them in in the red zone a lot more and, and possibly in scoring distance a lot too. So um, look for him to be a number number 10 kicker this year. Back to you, Ben. And to me, my number nine pick is Greg Legzerlein, Dallas. Greg Leg is uh, consistently a good kicker. Uh, he's been in the league for quite a bit. Um, to go with all my other shit, uh, Dallas is going to drive to the end. Uh, getting a lot of extra points and field goals, and I have him ninth. Pretty good, uh, pretty good pick. For my ninth pick, I'm taking Jake Elliott from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, with Carson Wentz coming back from an injury, I think he's going to be able to at least give them into field goal range quite often this season. Uh, I don't look for them to be like a high power, high offense type team or whatever, but um, I look for them to be more consistently into the field goal range. So I saw I'm picking him as my number nine kicker. Back to you, dipshit. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say uh, number eight, uh, Matt Prater from the Detroit Lions. I think with Matty Stafford coming back, uh, it might not be the full bill of health. Uh, I don't know. Back injury is hard to come back from. Uh, but I think it'll be good enough to get in the red zone. Uh, but they'll have to rely on Prater to get some field goals for him uh, when Kelly got Kenny Lula. Kenny Galladay isn't uh, racking up some yards, uh, getting stopped short of the touchdowns. Pretty good pick. Um, so for my number eight pick, I'm going with uh, Josh Lambeau. Um, he's always been really consistent for the last few years. Um, with them not having Phillip Rivers there, the quarterback, they're going to probably depend a lot more on field goals. Um you know, depending on if they have, you know, whoever they're starting as quarterback this year, whether it be Herbert or Tyrod, um, it really depends. I mean, they're going to probably be kicking a lot more field goals this season. So um, that's why I have him up at number eight. So back to you, Ben. <laughs> Pretty good pick. Psych! <laughs> ah. Uh, number seven, I got Zane Gonzalez from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, same reasons as my other guys. Uh, gonna be in the red zone, getting kicked uh, field goals. Uh, not gonna get many touchdowns twice a year against the 49ers when we fucking stop them. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking that shit. Gonna keep talking that shit, saying that the Niners gonna fuck everybody up. Okay. All right, for my uh, my number seven pick is uh, kind of like what you said before uh, with Matt. It's going to be Matt Prater with the Detroit Lions. Depending on how Matt Stafford does this season, if he comes back healthy, um, I think they're going to probably re rely a little more on their kicker this season, um, depending on if, if Dante Swift is a breakout running, running back for their team. It just really depends. So um, I just – I think that he'll probably, you know, pick up where he left off. He's always, always one of those kickers that you definitely want on your team. So, I mean, if he's there, pick him up. I mean, with your last few rounds or whatever. So, definitely, definitely a good clutch kicker. So, 
right. My number six is uh, Matt Gay from the Bucks. Uh, he was top ten last season. Uh, I think without blind old Winston, uh, they'll be sniffing the red zone more often. Uh, therefore, equating to field goals and extra points for this guy. Okay, so for my number six, I'm going with uh, Chris Boswell for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he came into his own last season pretty pretty well, so um, they relied on him a lot last year with Mason Rudolph as their quarterback. So uh, with Big Ben coming back, um, he's still coming off of an injury, so I don't look for him to be putting up a, a lot of points when it comes to touchdown-wise. So I look for them to get a lot more field goals this season with, with – uh, um, Boswell as their as their uh, kicker, so that's who I'm picking. And back to you, dipshit. Back to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say my number fifth pick is uh, Brandon McManus. Uh, Denver, you touched base on it earlier. Uh, I think they're gonna be sniffing the red zone quite often with the triple threat of receivers they got and Drew Lock coming in on his own. Outside quadruple threat. I cannot leave out no offense. So you got Jared Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, no offense. You also got Melvin Gordon. You also have Phil Lindsay. Uh, how can you not go wrong with that? You don't always have to throw all the ball. Keeps his arm fresh. They'll be marching down the fucking field like no other. I'm looking at Denver to have a very up year this year, this season, and also uh, up year for Brandon McManus. That's a good pick. Um, for my number five pick is Mr. Robbie. My foot is made out of gold. Fucking Robbie Gold from the 49ers. Um, he really showed up real well last year. Um, no idea what the, what the Bears were thinking getting rid of him. Very fortunate for your 49ers to pick him up. But he's – I mean, if he stays healthy, he's definitely a top five kicker this season. Um, I don't think they'll have to rely on him too much just because you guys have so many weapons on offense. Um, but he's just – you know, when you need a, when you need some, some good points or whatever for uh, extra points or whatever, and eventually they'll have to kick field goals. But um, I think he'll be the number five clutch kicker this season. All right. Number four, um, this guy got a little bit falling, a little bit down. Uh, this guy, year in, year out, is consistently a, a fucking phenomenal, solid kicker. I'm going to go with Justin Tucker, number four. Um, yeah, I mean, what's to, what's to say about this guy? He's consistently good. I got to keep him in the top five. I got him a little bit lower. Um uh, no particular reason. I just wanted to put him there. Interesting. Um, so for my number four, I'm going with uh, Greg Zerline with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, same thing how Ben kind of described earlier. Uh, they will be getting in the end zone probably not as often as they would, you know, would in the past. Um, it really depends. You know, they just had dipshit signed as uh, – tender or whatever. Um, Dak Prescott just signed this tender or whatever. So uh, or whatever the hell it's called. But anyways, he uh, he's going to be, he's going to be playing their quarterback this year. So it just really depends, but he's, he's a very good, you know, veteran uh, kicker. 
he's dependable. Um, I figured when Dan Bailey left, I figured they were going to be a shit kick without a paddle, but um, he's definitely stepped in and proven, proven himself. So I got, I got to give him at number four. So back to you. All right, number three, I have Robbie good for gold making a leap into the top ten. I know, I know. Everybody's going to watch this. I oh, you're such a homer, man. Every single list you got, you got a 49er on it. Well, minus one, let's just receivers. But I almost had him in there. But maybe he's not going to bounce back from the foot injury. Uh, might have had Debo Samuel up there. But when you have a fucking solid team that's still intact from the Super Bowl run, you know, you're just going to fucking keep going. Keep going up. Sky's the limit. Uh, yeah, like Brian was saying, he came in clutch. Definitely came in clutch during the Saints game when I was there live. That was fucking phenomenal. Good for gold is like that's his fucking nickname. Good for gold. He's consistently good. Um, he kind of had a little bit of a lower than normal, but we haven't used him as often as we needed to because we're obviously a better team than what we first started with the rebuild. And we've rebuilt, and we're going to keep built. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I go for gold. It's number three. That's a good pick, though. I mean, if I would have never had him at five, I probably would have got him up a little bit higher. But, um, like you said, I mean, he's he's good. He's definitely uh, good for gold. So, um, so my number three pick is Will Lutz from uh, the New Orleans Saints. Um, he's been pretty accurate. You know, he's been definitely dependable. Um, I look for them to probably use him a lot more this season just based on the fact that, you know, Drew Brees is another year older, um, depending on if they bring in famous Jameis or they'll bring in freaking Hill uh, to play quarterback more often than, than Drew Brees. I guess it all really depends. So um, did notice a lot last season that they, you know, had a lot of three and outs towards the end of the season. I mean, not so much in the beginning, but towards the end, like you could just tell that offense was just like teams are either figuring them out or they were just getting gassed, which is unheard of usually for offensive wise. But uh, I really do see that him, him, you know, taking over the majority of the points when it comes to kickers. So uh, that's why I have him at number three. So my number two is Harrison Butker. Butker. That's a funny name. Uh, he's a kicker for Kansas City Chiefs. He was one of the top kickers last season in PBR rankings. I look for him to stay pretty well consistent around the same spot. Uh, I think he was, what, second last season too? Yep. So, Yeah. All right, well, so... No, then, number, he was number one, so he drops to number two for me. Oh, he was number one last year. Okay. Um, so, me, the same with you, uh, Harrison Buckner. Um, he's actually been pretty decent. You know, I had him on my fantasy league a few years ago, so he's been consistent all those years, and that was before, really, when Patrick, Patrick Mahomes even got really good, good and started or whatever. So, um, <clears throat> I see with them, you know, like, I think they're going to be a, a, a high-scoring offense still. Um, so I think they're going to be using him a lot. You know, he's going to, the offense is going to be scoring a lot. So 
definitely going to be kicking a lot more field goals and extra points next season. So you got to have him at number one, number two. So. Okay. So my number one is the guy that got number two last season, the top two switch. Butker goes to second. Will Lutz for me goes to number one. The reason why Will Lutz goes to number one for me with the uh, simple addition of uh, Emmanuel Sanders and uh, that, Fucking offense is just loaded, son. Uh, it's hard to argue against the Saints being in the championship with my 49ers uh, unless they get another fucking bullshit call that's costing them the playoffs like they had the past two seasons. Uh, I feel bad for the guys because they do, and they are bullshit calls. I, you know, uh, it's fucking frustrating for them to be a Saints fan, but. I can't complain too much because I'm a Nats fan. But, yeah, well, that's number one. Uh, they're going to be sniffing the end zone consistently uh, a lot. How can you not? You have fucking Michael fucking Thomas. Can't guard Mike. The guy is fucking phenomenal receiver. Uh, he's coming out fucking explosive these past few seasons. Uh, and then, of course, Emmanuel Sanders, I've said his name quite often in a lot of these podcasts. I still hold him in high regards. I think he did very well for us, you know, even if we signed him for just the second half of last season. But, I mean, what little time he was there made pretty big impact and made a pretty big impact on me. Uh, I mean, he was already good in Denver, but I liked him better in San Francisco, obviously. Uh, but now he's in the, the Saints. uh Nothing but up. I mean, he's got fucking Drew Brees to fucking lob that ball to him. And I can't say enough about Drew Brees as a quarterback throughout his career. Um, this is probably one of my top quarterbacks that I like. Uh, top player that's a non-49er. Um, I hold uh, Brees in high regards because he's a fucking solid guy, solid player. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's number one. Okay, now that we got Ben's uh, cock sucking out of the way, um, let's go with number one uh, for me, Justin Tucker for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, depending on whether or not they figure out how good Jackson is, if they can figure out how to stop him, um, I feel like they're going to be in the in the red zone a lot more this season. Um, probably not scoring as much, but you know that's perfect position for Justin Tucker to come in there and kick the either game-winning field goal or just kick like 10 field goals in one game. I mean, who knows? Uh, sky's the limit for him. Um, that's why I'm moving him to number one, and that's who I got. So, can't say much more than that. That's uh, who I got. Who I got. So, just remember, everybody, uh, don't be a Jason Pierre-Paul and blow your fucking hands off tomorrow on the 4th of July. Um, Christmas in July for me. So um, thank you for joining us. And uh, remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Uh, click the bell to follow us and tell your friends, you know, share our posts, you know, help us out. If you agree with this list, then let us know. If you don't, you think we're a bunch of dumb fucks, go ahead and fucking tell us we're dumb shits. That's not going to hurt us any. We just, you know, more the merrier. That's all I care about. So you're goddamn top 10, motherfuckers. 
<laughs> Your final thoughts, Ben? See how fucking you... tense you guys are getting me for not fucking saying much of shit, you fucking lollygaggers? I know not very many people like to watch, you know, 15 plus long minute fucking podcasts. They're not that fucking long. Get out of here. Don't watch fucking Joe Rogan and fucking Pat McAfee for two hours. Well, I mean, granted, we ain't got the production levels of those guys or the celebrities. We will someday if you guys fucking like and share a video enough, then we'll have fucking celebrities on our shit. Some uh, athletes. Uh, what do you think about that? You think that'd be cool? I think it'd be cool. So maybe share our videos and uh, get some likes, so we can uh, get noticed by uh, these athletes. <laughs> on that note. Thank you guys for uh, watching, and like I said, leave a message in the comments below if you think we're a bunch of morons, and just go ahead and fucking like and share this fucking video. So, thank you again. And also, if you don't like us, go fuck yourself. (laughs) On that note, thank you for watching the Ben and Brian show, and have a safe holiday, fuckers. I'll still love you, even if you guys talk shit. Just comment. (laughs) Do something! I'm